Hi guys, so before we begin, we wanted to tell you a little bit about the Forever Twilight and Forks Festival that we're going to in September. This is a festival that takes place every single year in Forks, Washington. It's a ton of Twilight fans coming together and celebrating their love for Twilight in such a safe and lovely and fun environment. Yeah, and it is September 10th to the 13th, and we will be there actually doing a live show on Sunday. So yes. if you want to meet up, we'll be there. And if you want to hear more, we did two episodes about the festival back in our archives, so yes. you can listen to that. Take a listen because it was quite an experience, and we are so, so excited to go back, and we hope that we can see you guys there. If you're interested and want to learn more, you can go to our old episodes, or you can go to Forks, W-A, slash forevertwilightinforks.com. Of shooting, we picked the most difficult set ever. No mirrors in every direction. Love it. Welcome to Twilight. You're listening to Another Bite of Twilight, a podcast where we look back on our obsession with the Twilight Saga and continue to freak out 10 years later. Happy Twilight Tuesday! I'm Kelly. I'm Mel. And welcome back. Welcome back, and or welcome for the first time. Mm-hmm. If this is your first time tuning in, we're so happy that you are joining us. Right. We talk about Twilight all these years later. We're two cousins. We live together, and that's it. We are best friends. Yeah, I would say. How are you doing, Mel? Okay, yeah, um, we're in the middle of the whole coronavirus, <laughs> okay, coronavirus, uh, pandemic, and so we they are know, they know. social distancing. Oh no, I'm just, this is in case someone from the future listens oh, to it. Okay. <laughs> so we are, uh, staying in our apartment, I think it's like the, what, like the sixth week of this? God, I don't I even it. know, yeah crazy but I've been watching Grey's Anatomy obsessively I watched Grey's Anatomy when I was in high school mm-hmm. and I was so obsessed and then um when one of the main characters not to spoil it died I stopped watching it because I was like I can't emotionally handle this right now mm-hmm. and I have been catching up on the past four seasons or so and boy I'm so obsessed I'm honestly more obsessed than I used to be I I feel like you're looking at me very intensely right Sorry, now. Sorry, <laughs> looking at the volume thing. <laughs> but anyways, I'm it's good. It's it's, good. it's really such a great show, even after all these years. The music on is the it? show is amazing. Is it? It's a little bit ridiculous, <laughs> and there have been some choices made that have been honestly consuming my life with anger. But well, you spoke of music. Yeah. Same woman who created this soundtrack. If you're listening, you clicked on Breaking Dawn Part 2 soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Alexandra Pritzalis. Yeah. I have to say, uh, in Grey's Anatomy, I think every single episode has a Sleeping At Last <laughs> song in yeah. it. They love Sleeping At Last. And they also love Snow Patrol. That's interesting. Every single song, I'm like, oh, this song's really good. I look it up, and it's a Snow Patrol song. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. But um, how are you doing? I'm doing fine. I'm feeling stir-crazy, sick of being home. 
if we're talking about TV or <laughs> what we're watching, I've been watching, I don't know if anybody else, I know one of our listeners, I followed her back on Instagram, so I know she's watched it. I was obsessed with the Norwegian show Scam, and I've been watching the French version. Nice. And that's what I'm into. And it's really frustrating me because they party all the time, and it makes me want to party so bad. Mm. You can live vicariously. Yeah, I want to be slow motion drinking and dancing with <laughs> <laughs> my friends. Because it's always slow motion. Yeah. <laughs> To some electronic song. Yeah. Yeah. When this is over, I'm going to party like I'm 18 years old. (laughs) Do it. This is really going to backtrack me in maturity. I want to, too. I'm going to go crazy. Yeah. Guys, we're going to go crazy. You Mm -hmm. won't even recognize your Mm -hmm. podcast hosts. No, I want it to be like (laughs) skins with spaghetti on the wall. Crazy. (laughs) I'm losing my mind. (laughs) Bye. Losing our minds, but we've got go plane catch <laughs> metaphorical plane, which is the Breaking Dawn Part Two soundtrack. Are there any quotes in Twilight about going crazy? Oh yeah, New Moon. Isn't she like? Maybe I was going crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was the last of it. <laughs> <laughs> didn't know how to transition from that to the... Yep, well, all right. Breaking <laughs> if, if you've been on this rodeo before, you know, we talk about the soundtracks. If you haven't listened to any of them, I recommend you do. Because we have some sick soundtracks, and we discuss them. Mm-hmm. And this is our very last soundtrack review. So, sad. so it's kind of bittersweet for us. Um, Dang. And what are we going to do? I know. Maybe they have to come out with a new movie so we can do a new soundtrack <laughs> episode. But um, our lovely Patreon listeners chose this episode for this week. Um, and yeah. if you guys are interested in Patreon, we have an option where we do just a dollar a month and you can partake in polls where we decide the next episode. It's true. As well as some other fun stuff that so we have going on. If you hate what our episodes are, you can blame it on our patrons. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> I mean, there are ideas. Yeah. <laughs> no, but this is going to happen eventually anyway. Yes. But it beat another potential slot for this week. Mm-hmm. Very mm-hmm. Um, narrowly. Mm-hmm. So I hope you guys like it. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, Alexander Pitsavas and Paul Katz are at it again. They did all the other soundtracks, which is so odd to me. I just don't get... I mean, I know everyone's music taste changes, and maybe they want the movies to have sort of different vibes each time, but mm-hmm. this is just so different from the Twilight it's, soundtrack. If I didn't know any better, I would think a whole different person came up with this one. It makes me wonder what happened... I wonder if there was studio influence. Did they threaten their lives if they didn't put <laughs> Ellie Golding on this subject? Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure, I mean, it, you know, it's it's the fifth and final movie. I'm, I'm sure at this point it was way more about the franchise, the franchise, and there was probably a little bit less freedom. Maybe. For the music selection. The franchise, the franchise. Yeah. And also it's a different time. 2013 is very different from 2008. Yeah. Uh, so... 
It, it does make sense that the music... 2013 had great music, though. Did it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was a great year of music. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, should we just get into it? Yeah. So, I just had a first thought mm -hmm. that each movie... Well, we've talked about how the lyrics don't really have to go, and I don't believe they do, but sometimes it's nice when they kind of go with it, or at least the vibe mm -hmm. fits the mood of the theme. And I feel like Twilight, obviously the theme is kind of excitement, mystery, falling in love, danger, yeah. whatever. New Moon, heartbreak, heartache, yeah. Eclipse, love triangle. Yeah. Breaking Down Part 1 is freaky marriage, love, like There's some death. religious, yeah. 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 Birth, what is that called? Love, death, birth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I feel like they, I mean, that one's a little less, is a little more all over the place, but they all kind of have a cohesive theme, and I was thinking, what is the theme of Breaking Dawn that someone would write a song for it, you know? Yeah. Like, what would a songwriter do for Breaking Dawn Part 2 besides just love you forever? This one I do think had a bit of a, a cohesive theme in the lyrics. I don't think it was appropriate, but I do think a mm -hmm. lot of the songs were weirdly about goodbyes, which it makes sense because it's the last movie, but I don't think it was like in the right context that would make sense for the soundtrack. But a lot of them were about like looking back on the past or leaving the past or like mm. reflecting on a romance or because something. she becomes a vampire. Or because um, they think they're going to die? I thought it was because it's, like, more meta that, like, this is the last movie, oh, so we're okay. saying goodbye to the series, but... Yeah, I kind of noticed that. I didn't know if they were just playing into... Which is so silly once you know the end of the story that everything turns out fine, but there's such an emphasis, more in the book, where Bella's like, we're going to die. Yeah, some of the songs... Yeah. I'm talking more of, like, the credit songs. Yeah, yeah, They're, yeah. like... A lot of them are, like, yeah. about goodbyes. Where in the world did the time go? <laughs> yeah, that's, like, that perfectly is mm -hmm. the uh, thesis. Can I just say a critique right off the bat? I know maybe I shouldn't do this, but I just need to say it. Mm -hmm. This soundtrack has four piano ballads. Mm. In my opinion, way too many. Yeah, there should only be two. I think when... Almost. Unless you are a piano musician and that's like your thing, usually... I would say usually you don't want to do more than two piano yeah. ballads in an album. Yeah, it I think so really too. It really slows it down. Ideally one. What do you think of piano ballads? I love a good piano ballad, but I like it as... Uh, uh, you know, something that sticks out mm -hmm. on the album. If you have so many, then what makes it really so special? Yeah. I'm kind of picky about them. Sometimes I hate piano ballads, but mm -hmm. some I like. Yeah. Sometimes they feel a little too cheesy. Yeah. Like self-indulgent to me. But sometimes, sometimes people really pull it off. Do you have awesome. a favorite piano ballad? I don't know. I wasn't prepared for this question. I wasn't either. <laughs> Maybe like the Beatles or I don't know. I'm thinking about Lana right now. Yeah. I, I have to say I love Taylor Swift's 
all too well as a piano. Mm -hmm. but that's my favorite Taylor Swift song. And I feel like it's because it feels so different from all the other songs that she has. Yeah. I mean, obviously Elton John is great at this mm. piano ballad. Oh, shit, yeah. You're so right. <laughs> but uh, that's his vibe and the lyrics yeah. really stand out. Mm. And like these, I don't know if I would say the same. No, I wouldn't Getting ahead of myself. But yeah. It's no shallow. I just think it's too much. And mm. I was wondering why. But I think that's a that's the thing. I think like, yeah. Breaking Down Part 2 is piano ballads. Well, I think that's the thing of this album is everything I am thinking, why? <laughs> <laughs> that's it's the okay. question. <laughs> this is, I know I should be saving it, but it's like electronic? Yes. Pop? And then piano ballads. It doesn't go. <laughs> it feels like that you just kind of like picked things off the shelf at the store and threw them together in a basket. And... Yeah. Which... As the last movie in the series, I just feel like it deserved a little bit more. I agree. Well, let's go song by song and dissect this. Okay, Mel. Okay, here's the first song, first track, Where I Come From by Passion Pit. So this song, as you guys know, plays um, when Belle is waking up as a vampire and she's taking in her new world for the first time yeah. and her and Edward are touching each other and looking at each other. Same temperature now. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, I'll be honest, the song I think totally ruins this scene. <laughs> it doesn't go. I want to say first, I, I am a fan of Passion Pit. I believe they're from Boston, too. Oh, are they? I've been to their concert. I like them. So this doesn't this sound like a Passion Pit song, though. Yeah, it does. Do you think so? Yeah. I mean, his voice is so distinctive. Yeah. This is what they sound like, like oh. electronic-y. Yeah. I feel like his voice sounds very childlike here. He always sounds like that. Oh, does he? I guess I don't know enough. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can hear it right away. I'm like, oh, yeah. it's Passion Pit. Mm -hmm. Although, okay, I like... I gotta say, there actually are things about this song I enjoy. Mm -hmm. Parts I like a lot. But the opening notes, it's very hard for me to get on board with. It's almost jarring. Yeah. Like the way... Mm. I don't know. It's uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. That's such a good observation. 
it's hard for me to jump on to it's yeah it is uncomfortable and it's not like a pretty noise right no. away and Bella's waking up into this world where everything is supposed to be like you know I feel like her new lens on life is yeah. prettier than it was before and she's prettier and then the noise is just very like oh jarring <laughs> Yeah, I don't get why they chose to do that. What kind of song do you think would have fit the scene better? Um, it's so tough because it's the first scene in the movie, but at the same time, this moment has been built up so much. And basically, she's just coming back to life. This should yeah. be like a very emotional scene, but you can't really start a movie with a very emotional yeah. scene unless it was done very well. I know, it's, it's so odd. So, I don't know, like I feel like you wouldn't even really have... I feel like it would be a score or like just like a background. I kind of wish they had no song and yeah. just had... Birds chirping, and yeah. maybe a wind chime or something, mm-hmm. and just little noises like that. Yeah. More nature filled in. Because, yeah, she's supposed to have great hearing now, too. That's such a good point. Like, what if you just heard everything? Mm-hmm. I mean, that might be uncomfortable as well. <laughs> but this song Birds. feels very trivial. And because his voice does sound childlike, I don't know, it just like... <laughs> I know. I think it really trivial trivializes this moment. Yeah. And they have this lyric in the song that just repeats a lot, like they're just things, silly little things. <laughs> and that line like to me is like, I don't know. It kind of starts this movie off like this is a silly little movie. Mm. I wonder what because he says they're just things, little things. I think we'll be all right. Would like, what do you think he's? How would we relate that to? Twilight. Maybe like all their problems are just like not that important. But I don't even think that's relevant because they had pretty big problems. Yeah. They, so, they were just silly little things. <laughs> they were pretty life and death. <laughs> yeah, I really don't know. I mean, this is definitely a case where the lyrics don't go mm-hmm. with it. That's okay sometimes, but makes you wonder like, why is this in the soundtrack? I, did they just want to have Passion Pit? Probably. But it was such the wrong choice for this mm-hmm. this scene. I mean, I feel like, especially since this is the first movie, this song is so important. It could have been a credit song. It could have been the third credit song yeah. or something. And I think that would have been fine. Yeah. I would, it starts playing, and then like the beat's going. Like, okay. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm probably not watching anymore anyway. Yeah. To be honest, <laughs> this song ruins the whole scene for me. Yeah, I, me too. I me don't too. like this scene because they chose the complete wrong song for it. And, Agree. and there's some songs that's like I don't love, but I still don't mind them in the movie that much. But this one yeah. is like... It ruins the it scene. It ruins it. Okay, though, the beginning I hate, and it's weird, but I realize that I love the bridge mm-hmm. in like the third verse like I think a bass starts playing and yeah. there's like a synth and I actually really like the song when it gets to that gets to that point yeah I was listening to it and realized that I was vibing with it a lot so I kind of like the song. I just hate the beginning and I hate it in the movie. Yeah. Yeah, I I agree. I feel like once it starts, the beat starts going, I do like it. 
I did think there was too many noises going on for it, and it feels a little bit commercial-like. But um, I think again that it's just it's just the place in the scene. Mm-hmm. There shouldn't be that many noises. <laughs> yeah, it, just, it would be better in a party scene or something. There's no party yeah. scene on part two, but they should have had a party with all the newborns. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> why they just stand around? They're just stuff. literally standing around. What a waste. <laughs> What would you grade it? Do you have anything else to say? I gave it a B plus. Oh, wow. I gave it a D plus. Whoa. <laughs> so cool. not starting strong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm surprised yeah. myself. M- mine was mostly because it just ruins the scene. Mm-hmm. This is always the... The question. Because I feel like I don't really think about the movie when I'm grading it. Mm. We always have this disagreement. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just pretending to be like a music critic, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, but I, I'm grading the soundtrack, and I feel like mm-hmm. the soundtrack is... I'm grading its place on the soundtrack. Soundtrack is an album. True, yeah. I don't know. I can't think of it as like a separate entity, though. Mm-hmm. Should we move on to the next one? Sure. Track two is Bittersweet by Ellie Goulding. Most of us probably know her, British, mm-hmm. sing, British, right? Yeah. Singer, Lights was her big hit. Yeah, she sings a lot Over of here. dance songs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> club songs. And this song's not very different. It sounds like we're going to the club. It's very poppy. Mm-hmm. And I wrote in my notes, I think this is the poppiest song we've ever had. Yeah. On the Twilight soundtrack. Would you agree with that? Yeah, I would agree. What are the lyrics like? Always, always want what you're, want running from. what you're running from. I wrote, not relevant. No. <laughs> it's not. You always want what you're running from? What yeah. are you talking it's about? Like the song is like about uh, like wanting what you can't necessarily have. But that's not relevant at it's all. It's not relevant, yeah. They want the Volturi? It doesn't have to be relevant, I know. But it just makes me wonder why. Like you said, why? Why is it here? Also, okay, so the title of the song is Bittersweet. And I was thinking, what is there anything bittersweet in Breaking Dawn? Not really. Well, I thought that the, that the bittersweet was a little bit having to do with the fact that this is the last movie. I guess so. I don't like that, though. I really... 
I don't like them treating it as, yeah, the franchise, the franchise. Like, yeah. oh, this is the last one. Yeah. I don't, like, no, just talk about the story. Because the lyrics are like, baby, don't forget. Wait, this is not the cartoon at all. But it's like, baby, don't forget my name when the morning <laughs> breaks us. Baby, please don't look away when the morning breaks us. Oh, your touch so bittersweet. Uh, baby, don't forget my name. Oh, yeah, true. <laughs> when the morning breaks us, it's kind of like, basically acknowledging that this is gonna end and it's bittersweet mm-hmm. and it's like saying like hold on to this i don't like that though i don't like it either because acknowledging that's like the series from I, the outside i think there's a right way to do it like no. i know like i think if if you had a song that kind of summed up like what the series meant to people like no i don't like it still so. no but if you had a song <laughs> that was like about love like about like falling in love or like mm-hmm. uh love stories in a way that was like a really like deep beautiful song i feel like it would make sense like the song 17 by tom berlin like mm-hmm. that song to me kind of encompass- encompasses what twilight meant to me of like thinking about love and like what does it mean and i feel like that would have been really beautiful but it wouldn't have been about like saying goodbye to like the series mm-hmm. if that makes sense yeah because this song is very empty like it, it doesn't really have much substance to it mm-hmm. i wrote sounds like a dance recital song mm. not compliment <laughs> i said it sounded like a forever 21 song that you hear in the background when you're shopping oh yeah <laughs> i really i bet someone did a dance recital song oh i this. bet yeah <laughs> It just doesn't seem like a song that would ever connect with someone. Mm-hmm. Wow, we're roasting it. I know. <laughs> I wonder if people, if anyone loves it. It's a huge sellout song, though. Yes. Like, this is more of a sellout than I think the Bruno Mars oh, song. yeah. It is. Like, that's actually, that's a beautiful song. Yeah, the Bruno Mars song. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, I actually do. Like, I can listen to it yeah. and, like, sing along, and I'm like, okay, yeah. Yeah, I get into it. This I don't get into. No. No. It, it's like... Just no. It has that very... Mm, like... Yeah, like shallow... It's not horrible. Pre-game. It's not the worst song I've ever heard or yeah. anything, but it's just... It's nothing. But it's not even cool enough to play it a pre-game. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's the thing is like, at least <laughs> if you're going to have a club song, have it be a club song that people like really want to dance to. I don't even want to... quirkier lyrics. I don't even want to dance to this song. Yeah. I don't even want to sing along to it. Like, yeah. the, it's just like... she's not saying anything. No, it's just noise in the background. Yeah. Like, I would rather have like a Lizzo song right now. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. at, at the very least. Yeah, well she said... Lizzo says funny things in lyrics yeah. and it's memorable. You don't have to be funny, but... There's just nothing memorable about it, so mm-hmm. you wouldn't remember the lyrics. <laughs> what did you grade this one? I gave it a D. I gave it a D plus. Wow. So same grade as the other one. Wow, wow, wow. Then I wrote C question mark, but I think I'm going to stick with D. Yeah, I was like on the fence, but... My pen is dying. All right, the dying next one. Every day. That's <laughs> <laughs> the way it's supposed to be. <laughs> The, the next one is The Forgotten by Green Day. Hmm.
pretend They're lost inside your memory You're dragging on, your heart's been broken As we all go down in history Interesting choice. This is a credit song? Second credit song. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes. <sighs> what to say? What to say? Um, well, first I want to say that the um, bassist, Mike yeah. Dirnt, he said in an interview with MTV in 2012, when we were asked to be a part of the Twilight Breaking Dawn Part 2 soundtrack, we accepted without hesitation because it is an amazing cultural phenomenon. And also said, we have always been impressed with how careful they are with all the series soundtracks. Surprised. Mm -hmm. It feels really out of character for Green Day to do a ballad like this. It's kind of cool. I mean, it's lame but cool at the same time, I think. Because they were, you know, big figures in the punk emo scene. Which I think is interesting because you could say the Twilight soundtrack was the first one was a little bit emo-ish, yeah, punky kind of Paramore. I don't know, and it kind of ties back to them to that. But this is them older and like more mature and being serious and yeah, lovey-dovey, and it's interesting. Yeah, it's also Green Day wasn't as relevant in two thousand eight as like Green yeah, Day for me. Older. I think of like early 2000s yeah and so like almost a full decade past that it feels very out of place to have green day on this soundtrack it's a little bit uh distracting mm. well green day is still going i mean they have yeah hit song right now at least on like alternative radio stations yeah. but yeah i mean that's what was interesting to me about it that they're on here but the vibes also don't really match the other songs that we have on here. I think it doesn't match the first two, but it's mm. one of the four piano ballads, so I think it yeah. does match actually a lot. I don't think it matches the rest of the movies, but mm. yeah, I don't know. I think it's a bit cheesy. I agree. But I kind of like it. Like I, I enjoy his voice. Yeah. Joe, but... I wrote, it sounds like a prom song from like the 90s or 80s or something. <laughs> and then the lyric, in the arms of love. So cheesy. Yeah. I said, I bet they wrote it quickly. Do you think they wrote it a little bit <laughs> ironically as well? I don't know. Again, they are older now though. So I don't think they necessarily are still the same people they were mm -hmm. when they were writing all those songs in like 2005 and stuff. Yeah, I agree. The lyrics 
again are are kind of calling on that theme of like goodbyes like mm -hmm. the forgotten is kind of like looking back on something the past and like I think the forgotten means like you know the relationships of the past which you move on from which yeah. again I'm wondering is this kind of about the series like don't forget me um <laughs> it's an interesting we haven't <laughs> no it's an interesting song to end the series with being in the credits and I was wondering if they almost had Green Day in here thinking that this type of song would be like Twilight's version of a like good riddance song like oh, it almost maybe. sounds like a graduation song for this series maybe because it is like looking about looking back possibly like telling us <laughs> not to forget <laughs> I guess, yeah they probably did think so I don't think this song really took off no I don't know it's fine to me it's romantic-ish mm -hmm. uh, but I don't ever yeah. listen to it on my own I don't listen to it either but I like it more than other ones on this soundtrack yeah. I don't know I gave it a B wow yeah I gave it a B too yeah I'm a different wow B's pretty good. It's not bad. I just yeah. gave two D pluses, so. Yeah. I think B's a good grade to get, so good job, Green Day. <laughs> okay, the next one is called Fire in the Water by Feist. plays during the sex scene pretty early in the mm -hmm. movie that orgasmic mm -hmm. sex scene which we've talked about <laughs> at length a lot. Yeah. yeah um i think uh the song goes very well for that scene yeah i think it's very fitting awesome yeah <laughs> <laughs> no it does it reminds me actually of my love by sia in a way mm. yeah it does it's a short song, too. It's very beautiful. It is. I didn't realize, I never pieced this together, but because I watched this scene, um, you know, yeah. just for an excuse to watch it, to like think about this song a little bit more, and the title, Fire in the Water, it's kind of like, you know, two opposite things coming together mm -hmm. and colliding, but in a beautiful, kind of peaceful, sensual yeah. way. And the orgasm graphic, <laughs> um, like when Bella's, uh, climaxing <laughs> the graphic that they show to do that actually looks like fire and water really? together like it's the color of fire but it looks like water oh. and I wonder if that's deliberate 
possibly. It literally <laughs> looks like flames that are like floating. It's very beautiful. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Maybe it was on purpose. Yeah. I like this artist. They're the one that does that song one, two, three, four, right? Mm, I think so. One, two, three, four, tell me that you love me. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't know that. She has yeah. a song called Let It Die that I really like. Mm. I also... Indie, re- cool. Yeah. I like the repetition of... Because ah, 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 that <laughs> sounds like very... Yeah, that sounds very like sexual. And I think it's yeah, good. Like It's, it's a very good. sexy song. They picked a good song. <laughs> I don't have much to that. say other than I think it's good. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, I don't listen to it on my own. So... It's good in the scene, mm-hmm. and I don't, mm-hmm. I have nothing wrong with it, but it's not like a song I would listen to every day. So I gave it a B plus. I gave it an A. Oh, nice. Oh, my. I don't really listen to it either, but maybe I will start to more often. Yeah. Yeah, I know, me too. It's like I forgot about it, but I probably <laughs> yeah. will think about it more. I think it's a strong song. Yeah. Good job, Feist. And when I you do it. hear it, I think of this scene. Yeah. Whereas, like right away. Yeah. You some, remember. Some of these songs, I'm like, when does this play? Yeah. I don't really know. And I think that speaks a lot to the match. And yeah. Just how unique a song is. Yeah. It, it yeah. gives you those feelings. Yeah. Some of these songs, I don't think we've approached one yet because what, those were credit songs mm-hmm. and we know the opening scenes. Yeah. But some of them... I truly was like, when? Yeah, yes. When same. on earth does this play? Same. <laughs> I looked it up though, guys, so I'll tell you. We know. Okay, the next song is Everything and Nothing by the Boom Circuits. I don't think that they're a real band. What do you mean by that, Mel? Well, I looked them up and they only had a Facebook page with like not that many likes. Do you think they were a band at one point? What do you mean not a real band? I think it's kind of like, what are those other bands on the other soundtracks? It's like just kind of like a fake project. names. Like a project, you mean? Um, By an individual? Yeah, but like more like, uh, what do you call that? A People release a song under like a... Mm-hmm. Fake name? Yeah. Something. Isn't that still a project by an individual? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> but like, like a secret. Bells. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Because I, I couldn't find anything else by them. Interesting. I wrote, I think it's forgettable. <laughs> Minimalistic as if in an XX kind of way. 
that was in then. I do think that that was such a thing in like 2013. Mm. Like a lot of songs were pretty minimal and that's been going for years but sort of sort of early 90s guitar sounds simple kind of a computerized manufactured sound to it too though yeah wait when does the song play oh this plays when emmett jasper alice and esme approach the house to celebrate bella's birthday oh yeah weird that must have been a few seconds yeah, no, I do remember it in the movie. I can't remember it. I, I do not why. like that part, though, to be honest. Can you help me remember? I cannot remember that scene. Yeah, like, uh, they jump from the trees, and um, Carlisle and Esme are holding hands, and Alice and Jasper are holding <laughs> hands, and Emmett is in the middle alone, and Bella and Edward <laughs> are holding on Esme, like, watching them, and then Rosalie comes, and she's like... My turn. Oh. And they give Renesmee to her. Okay. I think Jacob's okay. there too. Yeah. I said that I think it's good background music, like with dialogue over it, moody, mm-hmm. but but not something that you have on a soundtrack per se. Like I could, like I think in a TV show or even in a mm. movie, like it's good in the background because it's so minimal. Like there's really yeah. just like one guitar. Yeah. Some, yeah, some computer type of instrumentals going on and... There's, not, there's no reason to actively listen to it. I might disagree a little bit. Okay. I liked the kind of peaceful floating vibes of mm-hmm. this song. Like, I feel like listening to it, mm-hmm. it felt a little bit dreamlike. I mean, they say, like, this, it's like, it seems like it's almost like about, like, a dream girl yeah, in this it song. it is kind of dream pop, like, But I pictured, like, being in a very colorful room, listening to this, maybe, like, smoking weed, and just kind of, mm-hmm. like, floating. <laughs> yeah i mean i said good background music yeah that's yeah it's background like i could picture like getting like really deep in thought like with mm-hmm. this song playing but it is it's yeah, not i, I don't think that i don't think it. we disagree i think it yeah. is background music but it's not something you get really into like yeah. i don't think it would be anyone's favorite song if it is someone's favorite song let me know yeah. but i don't know it's just it's more for the mood and ambiance mm. i do like the ambiance of it though mm-hmm. Yeah, I do too. What did you grade it? Well, I gave it B minus C. Mm. Just because mm. it's kind of forgettable? Yeah. I I don't know. I think it could just not even be on the soundtrack and I wouldn't care. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't remember. miss it at all. Yeah. I truly couldn't remember it. I, I think there's just a lot of songs I really actively don't like on this soundtrack <laughs> where a song that I'm a little bit more indifferent on. Yeah. I have more favorable opinions mm-hmm. on it. So I gave it a B plus. Okay, I think I'll give it a C plus. Okay. Well, the next Pensive. one is The Antidote by St. Vincent.
St. Vincent's back. I actually totally forgot that she was in the on moon. this soundtrack. No, I didn't forget that she was oh. in the moon. I didn't realize she was in it again. And I didn't realize it either. I didn't realize the song was by her. Totally forgot. Totally forgot. And this plays during the arm wrestling mm. scene. Bella vs. Emmett. I um, like a lot of St. Vincent's music, mm -hmm. but this song, I I don't know. I don't like it. I, I, <laughs> I don't like the sound of her voice in this song, even though her voice doesn't mm -hmm. sound that different from other songs, but like I'm just like, I don't oh, really? know. I'm fine with it. I don't know. I'm just like, mm. I don't enjoy listening to it for this song, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. The sonics of it feel very abrasive and like fried. Yeah. I feel like there's a lot of ugly noises very... to it, and I don't like listening oh, to that. I... She dated Kristen Stewart, right? Yeah, briefly. Isn't that so interesting? I wonder if they ever talked about this. Gosh, because we talked about this, I think, for New Moon, and I didn't realize she was on two Twilight soundtracks. Yeah. So interesting. She's part of the franchise. I know. <laughs> series, 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 not franchise. This song gives me, we've said this before, very much villain slash eclipse. Yes. Type of, like a... Victoria. <laughs> yeah, I feel the same way. The electric guitar, I think. I think in the Twilight universe, whenever there's like electric guitar, I that think means of villains. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. think the same thing. <laughs> the lyrics are like, should have stopped for the wind, should have stopped for love. Mm. What there's... do you think that means? <sighs> should have stopped for the wind, should have stopped for love. God, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe it means nothing. <laughs> Some of the lyrics are very sexy. It's like, I'll suck your venom out. Show me where it really hurts. I like that. I like it too. But I, I would have liked that better. Mm -hmm. well, the song was like... Let's talk about the scene though. Because I think it fits the scene really well. Even though the scene... I don't like the scene. Is, That's the problem. <laughs> the scene is cheesy. And I, I just like hate watching <laughs> Emmett walk out with that very fake looking... Boulder. Boulder. Yeah. Puts it down, and then the song is just very harsh. I know. I just, I wish, I love the lyrics of this, but I wish the way it was rendered was completely different. I I actually like it. I gave it a B. Mm -hmm. I enjoy this song. I don't know. Fight me. Personally, I, I don't like... My, some of my favorite things about songs are the lyrics. I feel like I'm just more of a linguistic thinker, so I... <laughs> wow, you're so deep, Mel. <laughs> no, I do too, but I don't... I love lyrics too, but I also can get into songs when I can't understand them. Yeah. So I don't know what that means. Well, for me, it's just like I hate when there's really good lyrics, and sometimes I feel like songs or artists ruin the song by then throwing all this extra stuff on top of it and I feel like that was kind mm -hmm. of the sake for this song. Mm. It's like I can't even really interpret the lyrics because I'm very distracted by a lot of the noises that are going on. <laughs> you sound like an old person. So I know. <laughs> I agree. Like I care about lyrics a lot but I also like some music that has a lot of elements to it and mm. stuff and I almost enjoy when it takes a while to uncover everything. I don't know, it really depends. I mean, yeah. I can't listen to one type. My pen's dead, I'm trying to fix it. I don't know. Yeah, I didn't know what the words were for this. I mm. give it a B minus. Mm. I wouldn't That's listen to this good. on its own. I think B minus is good. Yeah, it's definitely better than 
a lot of the songs on here. Mm -hmm. Well, the next one is Speak Up by Pop Etc. Here it is. credits. Mm -hmm. Alice has a vision of the future. Bella shows Edward her thoughts. Jacob says, so does this mean <laughs> I start calling me dad now? Yeah. I think it actually goes really well with that scene. Um, and when I hear this song, I remember it right away. I know exactly where it is in the movie. Yeah, I, mean, I do too. But at the same time, I don't like it that much. I just love this song. I don't I love it. I don't like again, it sounds very computerized and um No, I need to get into more electronic No it doesn't. Yeah it does. How does it sound computerized? Oh, just because there's like it's just I was raised on MGMT, so But it's just so poppy and I just feel like it doesn't go I don't it's, think it's that poppy, it's more It sounds really poppy. I feel like it doesn't It wouldn't be on top forty. I feel like it's alternative. It's like got electronic elements but also I don't want electronic elements here. Like we're in the forest. <laughs> <laughs> I like this song a lot. I think of it somewhat often actually. I kinda Randomly, we'll start to sing it sometimes. I don't know why. Mm, I'm not a fan. Again, oh it's God. like another theme of like kind of like looking back on yeah. the past. Like when we meet another way, you won't recognize my face. Like mm -hmm. kind of like saying goodbye to someone. It feels a little bit pessimistic. Um, I also thought it relates to Bella being a vampire now. Like people mm, from her past life would recognize her. Well, they probably would, but that's true. she's transformed. I do think... I do associate it a lot with this scene, and I do think I'm a little bit influenced because I don't like this scene that much. 
Um, I like, like it really gives me a nostalgic sort of sad feeling. Like I almost, I feel happy, but I get a little bit, like if, I don't know, if I was super drunk or something, I could like cry. Cause I'm thinking about, I don't know, I don't like the vision with Jacob and Renesme, but it is sad that it's ending and mm. and she kind of sighs and it's like, oh, it's over. And I don't know, it yeah. gives me that feeling. I will say though, it is a little forgettable. So even though I do like this song, I ranked it a little lower than I might have thought. Uh, yeah. What'd you give it? I gave an A minus. Give it a C. Oh my god. Yeah, this is one of my favorite songs on the soundtrack. Mm hmm Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not mine. Do you like any music that has... I mean, I generally love instruments, and like I like rock music with instruments, but do you like any music that has like electronic no, elements? No, not really. It's not really mm -hmm. my taste. Mm -hmm. I think that... I think in this song it's kind of tasteful. I don't know. I don't think it's too much. I like his vocals too. I don't know. But I like songs sometimes that they're like rock, but then they have some things in it, like maybe a synth or something. I yeah. Don't know. But everyone has their own taste, so I don't know. I like this song. But don't you think the fact that they're like in the forest, it should be a little bit more like... Okay, well, it actually starts with a guitar, and I don't know, it makes me think, maybe it shows, I don't know what makes me think of this, it makes me think of, like, water flowing in mm. the woods when I hear it. Yeah. Especially in the beginning. So, actually, no, it feels like the woods to me. <laughs> yeah, it feels very not the woods. Like, it just feels like a lot of unnatural There's a lot of guitar in it, though. Yeah. Can we listen to it again? Yeah. <laughs> I also okay, think no. the like the singing voice is very unnatural and like that's not what anyone's voice I actually voice. sounds like. like I you know will it die was, for this song. You know it. The voice. The I love this were very song. Edited. No, I just said it when I. It's like new Bonnie Iver music. Like he does that too to his voice. Mm. It doesn't work for me. Yeah, I gave it. A, I gave it a C. I'm gonna change it to an A. Because right. I'm so angry right now. Well, let's see what you guys say. <laughs> guys, when I hate stuff, I feel like no one ever says, like, yeah, I hate that, too. Really? Yeah. You have bad taste. When I, but, no one, but no one disagrees, strongly disagrees with me, either. So, please, if anyone agrees they don't like this song, let us know. If anyone agrees they like it, let us know. We always have one big disagreement mm -hmm. in our soundtrack. I'm so upset about this one. I love this song. I was upset you didn't like the, um... Gosh, I can't even remember it now. Oh, must have been good. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, song that plays when they're about to have sex and breaking down part one. Oh, people agreed with me. Yeah, people did agree with you. No, it's you beautiful. Vera or something? Yeah, I thought it was beautiful. Boring as fuck. I heard <laughs> that song in this moment. <laughs> in this moment? Oh my god, I would have hated it. No, for, it's that's not true. It's two piano notes. Yeah. And like, oh, I don't know the words, but it's just so, I don't know. It sounds like bathroom music. Hey, I like it. Okay, the next <laughs> one is called Heart of Stone <laughs> by, how is this? Ico? Ico, yeah.
to me I can it, it reminds me of it yeah yeah she's looking at the book and then she puts the thing in the fire that whole scene yeah I think it's cottage. it is actually really fitting to like when she says like I feel like I can demolish a truck but <laughs> mentally I'm drained like I yeah. feel kind of drained and defeated listening to this song <laughs> yeah I think it it's okay another piano ballad mm-hmm. I don't know why there's so many uh it's a little dull Mm-hmm. I think, but it definitely picks up at the chorus. And she's like, I can breathe, I can breathe, water. Yeah. That, I mean, I wouldn't have yeah. liked this on New Moon, but that line feels very New Moon, making me yeah. think of, like, Bella jumping mm-hmm. into the mm-hmm. water. Is it, like, is that line kind of... Okay, well, so the lyrics of the song seem like they <laughs> are about a protagonist who's desperately trying to save this guy or still loves this guy who has, or guy or could be a woman, I think, who has turned um, cold um, and is not mm. the same person. The lyrics are like, you're not here with me or like, I still love you. Like, That's despite sad. your heart of stone. It's really sad and mm-hmm. I feel like not fitting with really No, it's not. But so the whole, I can breathe water and you're here yeah. with me, that sounded a little bit like suicidal to me. <gasps> I yeah that might be a does, wrong interpretation, does. but it is like new moon. it feels new moon where it's like I'm breathing water and now yeah. you're here with me. It's like now that I'm dead, basically. Oh my goodness, yeah. Because what else could that mean? Yeah, <laughs> it's very depressing. And even though they think they're about to die, I don't think that really that vibe really fits this part of the movie. But yeah. it is sad. It's a nice slow sad song, which I think is what yeah. they need. Even though it's sad, I also think it's kind of delicate and nice mm. and fits the sort of cute romantic moment. Just sonically, not really the lyrics. I agree. It's not a bad song. I, I wouldn't change its place here, but yeah, I also fine. wouldn't listen to it on its own. Yeah, I agree. Which is how I feel about a lot of songs in the soundtrack. <laughs> 
Um, I give it a B. I give it a B minus. Close. 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 We're not gonna fight about this one. <laughs> I'll die for that pop etc. <laughs> song. <laughs> All right. So the next song is "Cover Your Tracks" by A Boy and His Kite. to their new cottage for the first time mm -hmm. and they're looking around at all their new possessions and everything <laughs> and I don't know I think it's cute for I the scene yeah it's, it it's memorable I remember mm -hmm. like when I hear this song I think of that scene mm -hmm. it's very peaceful and happy I um, actually really enjoy this song uh, it feels like it could fit in the Mr. Fox frequency playlist YouTube channel that I always listen to. <laughs> I, I could picture this in it. So yeah. I think I would listen to it. It's nothing to like obsess and scream about or anything, but it's sort of folky, acoustic-y. Yeah. I think it fits the Twilight universe. The lyrics seem to be about like opening up to love, like cover your tracks, sew up your wounds, pick up your pace, open up your wings. Like it's mm. embracing um, romance? Cover your tracks. Oh, I said I felt like this song would have been better in the place of the Speak Up song. <gasps> they um, remind me of each other, actually, yeah. which is funny. Do you agree? Or a little bit. I relate them to each a other. A little bit, but this one feels a little... They both have acoustic guitar. Yeah, this one feels a little bit, I don't know, better. Cover your tracks. There's like lyrics about the past untangling mm -hmm. and like wounds being sewn up, which I feel like fits the end of the movie. Mm -hmm. And it's very fitting for a happy ending. Nope. Pop etc. song's perfect. Nope. Um, <laughs> I think the song is better. I think it is less busy. It's... And I think 
nice, um, but this is not as good. This is nice in the forest. I think it goes. Nope. nope. It would be too underwhelming as the last song. No, I think um, <laughs> the Puppet Sitter song is too overwhelming. <laughs> no, it's... You sounded like your mom when you said that. I know, I know. Like that's what mom. I'm trying to do. <laughs> oh my gosh. Boomer. <laughs> Mel can't handle songs with noise in them. <laughs> I didn't know that. No, I really like this song. But I like where it is too. I think it sounds... It's just cute. And the house is fantastical. Yeah. Seem It's really charming. and yeah. It's just charming. Yeah, it is cute. But it's also, I think, a bit forgettable. That's how I feel about every single song yeah. on here. If I like it, I'm like, eh, it's not bad. But forgettable. All forgettable. I don't, because I never listen to the soundtrack, like, What do you ever. think is the most memorable song on this soundtrack? Maybe the Passion Pit one, because yeah, I hate it so much. Um, and I, I always remember the Green Day song, actually. Well, obviously the most memorable one is probably A Thousand Years. Again. True, true, true. But... I really like this song. I gave it a, a B. I gave it a B too. Oh my god. Alright, the Agreed. next one. We're almost at the end. Not Whoa. really. The next one is called Ghost by James Vincent McMorrow. song i like it enough <laughs> <laughs> this plays when bella realizes which means jay jenks and she realizes that the documents mm. are only for Nesme and jacob and she's driving back to forks and it's nighttime and she's sad and i think it yeah. fits really well it's sad yeah it i mean that feeling the lyrics are like we are ghosts we're ghosts among the hills like it's basically to me that means like we're already dead you know because they mm -hmm. think like their time is up there Mm -hmm. they're numbered for sure um what i like about the song the lyrics um remind me so she's driving and like mm -hmm. this song kind of reminds me of what it's like to drive through the pacific northwest because we've been there <laughs> would you think that if it was not set to a driving scene <laughs> maybe but the lyrics are like we're ghosts among these hills from the trees of velvet green 
to the ground beneath mm -hmm. our feet. We are ghosts. We are ghosts among these hills, pressing out along the shore, pressing out along the shore. Like, it's just like, you know, yeah. that imagery really fits mm -hmm. the vibe of being in the Pacific Northwest, specifically driving through the Pacific it Northwest. It does. Yeah, it's folky. It reminds me of New Moon, kind of. Mm -hmm. And I also wrote, I, also, I do think this would be a Mr. Fox Frequency song, too. Mm -hmm. It's kind of so. like a Spanish-like um, intro oh, to the song. I didn't notice that. Yeah. Hmm. I actually I, originally gave this a C. I gave it an A minus. I'm changing my mind. I'm giving it a B minus. I also like how it starts with the moon that holds the light. I think that's a good first lyric to the song, or at least the, the mm -hmm. scene in this vampire werewolf story. Mm. Um, it's very sad this song yeah i listen to a lot of these like indie folk playlists and sometimes occasionally there's one that really stands out to me and i'm like oh and then i have to like write it down and save mm -hmm. it i just don't think this would be one yeah i think it's kind of a little boring and forgettable mm -hmm. <laughs> it's like the theme for a lot of them so that's why i'm like i agree lower than yours I, I do think c was a bit too harsh so i'm changing it to b minus mm -hmm. I like it. It's it's nice. It really fits the scene good. Well. It, yeah. It has like a sad but accepting tone to mm -hmm. it. I also noticed that there's like this very subtle, almost howling like sound in the background. Oh, yeah. Um, towards the end of the song. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's very Twilighty. The next song is pretty interesting. Um, it's <laughs> All That I Ever Needed by Nikki Reed and Paul McDonald. I think it's Paul McDonald and Nikki Reed. Oh, sorry. <laughs> fifth credit song mm -hmm. which what the heck why there's so many yeah. credit songs wait the, why so is the credit so many. long <laughs> and here's another piano ballad mm. i cannot believe it um well maybe i guess that's not that bad if it's like just the fifth credit song <laughs> what a diss to nikki reed huh <laughs> <laughs> I, know, I know so nikki reed as you guys know she plays rosalie i remember uh watching in real time her meet paul mcdonald at a, a premiere um, for the Catherine Hardwick Little Red Riding Hood movie, mm -hmm. Paul McDonald was a contestant on American Idol, and they like brought all of the contestants to that premiere, and they filmed a little segment of them going to their first movie premiere, mm -hmm. and they showed actually I think it's on YouTube, Nikki Reed and Paul McDonald meeting, and they just like had 
chemistry right away and he was like I'm gonna go hang out with her after this and then I think wow. three months later they got engaged wow. moved in and then four months after that they got married so they had this whole whirlwind romance and in that time they made music together and I actually really like a lot of their music they have some really good songs they have the song goodbye I really like mm-hmm. um this song called well I don't remember the name of the other <laughs> song but I really like it they got divorced um, though, right? They got divorced after three years and then very quickly after she married um, Ian Somerhalder. Yeah. <laughs> and he, Paul McDonald, has a lot of really good heartbreak songs, which I think are presumably <laughs> about Nikki Reed. My goodness. Um, which you guys should look into. Her part in this is very small. Yeah. Very small. I think she sings along during the chorus maybe, mm-hmm. but then she only has one moment where she... She sings alone. It's mm. very small. I didn't even know before this that she was a musician. Is she a musician? I don't think. I feel like she just <laughs> like she did just it because her. Yeah. Maybe she is. Sorry, that is rude. Maybe <laughs> she is a musician. <laughs> to me, it feels like she's just kind of tagging along with him. That's how I feel too. I don't know. <laughs> I almost feel like she kind of helped his career because I feel like probably. I only knew him i didn't really watch american idol that much my mom did so i only really knew him because he was dating nikki reed yeah probably it definitely helped him Mm -hmm. so yeah it's a duet not actually no it's not really but it reminds me of something that marnie and desi would sing together on (laughs) girls i could see that so it's a it's okay it's (laughs) i wrote that it reminds me of a Pretty Little Liars, Aria Ezra scene mm. type of song. Because it's just so, like, I love you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and they just always had songs like that. I do think the chorus is catchy. I don't really like a duet for this, though. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I want one. And like I said, it, I don't think it really is a duet, actually. Because yeah. they don't... I think a duet means people sing to each other or there's like two parts that doesn't happen yeah, in they're this just song so singing. it's just him and then she just randomly goes tell me it's not my fault and the, one of the big lyrics in this repeats is baby you're all I've ever needed and I just wrote okay because <laughs> I don't know it's just it's just romance that's yeah. just kind of the theme you know oh twilight's a romance it's romantic uh yeah. Yeah. I give it a C plus. Um I give it a B minus. Oh wow. That's surprising. I feel like I'm, I guess it's only one yeah. point off. <laughs> I know, but saying C feels so much more I I don't think I love this song. I though, just feel so. like the only reason this song is even on the soundtrack is because Nikki Reed yeah. is on it. I, I believe feel like you, they gave her a favor this song i believe you i haven't listened to their other music but i definitely see potential in this song it just feels a little feels fluffy. shallow yeah yeah the lyrics are not very interesting to me mm-hmm. yeah like it's been said before baby you're all i've ever needed yeah <laughs> yeah it has been said <laughs> no i really love their song goodbye i don't think it would fit on the soundtracks but it's really okay. good um wait i want to look up what their other song is called <laughs> do it Mickey. Oh, McDonald. They have a music video to it. Oh, it's called um, Now That I Found You. I don't think it, it would make sense either, but... But a lot of these songs don't make sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's one more? Uh, one more song with them. 
No, I mean, it, if they, I don't know, they could have had it. On oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If it doesn't yeah. really fit, because a lot of them don't. Well, this is just kind of like the most shallow one that they have. <laughs> Dang. I know, a lot of these songs are kind of shallow. It sounds like a, a cabaret song a little bit. <laughs> mm. I can see what you mean about Marnie and Desi. Yeah. Has anybody else watched Girls? Let us know. Okay, track 12 is New For You by Reeve Carney. song oh. <laughs> oh my god i feel like i never have watched the credits all the way through <laughs> i have yeah because i had no memory of the song when i because i was listening to just i was listening to the cd and yeah when like, this part came on what the fuck i have never yeah. heard this song before it's very morose i said yeah it sounds it's oh. kind of dreamy yeah the lyrics sounds a bit like an affair oh. i don't know why i said that I... <laughs> <laughs> Um, but there's a lyric that says, I would die a thousand deaths mm. to defend your happiness, which kind of reminds me of a thousand years. Yeah, I noticed that copying. Goes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I said the guitar is nice and good singer, but a little underwhelming, boring. I keep saying that for so mm-hmm. many of these songs. Oh, man. It pains me. It pains me. I love the Twilight soundtracks. That's what I always say. I always say the Twilight yeah. soundtracks are amazing, but... Not this one. <laughs> <laughs> Not this one. What do you think about this song? Um, yeah, it was kind of sexual. These lyrics, yeah, like, I uh, that. my heart's a secret under your tongue. Um, even the sound of the song is sexual. When she, yeah, I was just singing along when she goes, uh. <laughs> yeah, it's climat- climatic. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, forgettable. I don't know. I give it a C minus because I never would listen to this. And I, I love when we agree. I did C minus slash D. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, like, not even that bad. Like, I, I actually don't actively hate this one. But I'm like, no, it's it's not like that. It's just... And why did why you even here? need another credit song? And especially this kind of credit song is weird. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is the last Twilight movie ever. Yeah, people ever. are walking out the theaters for this the is a last huge fucking deal. time. And here we have this really forgettable song. Yeah. We could have done better. What's up with that? Mm-hmm. I don't get it. 
Well, um, this brings us to a song we all know, mm -hmm. um, A Thousand Years by Christina Perry. She is back with the same song. But now there's a guy. Now there's a guy. And I bet the lyrics are changed, right? I think so. A Thousand Years Part 2, it's called. Yes. different because in the first a thousand years it's heart beats fast oh, yeah. but this is the day we met so this this song is like in place during the montage mm -hmm. it's more kind of telling the story of their romance it's mm -hmm. very obviously written for the movie for mm -hmm. this one scene Rose and I held my breath right from the start I knew you'd be the home for my heart beats fast colors yeah. impromptu like it's it's uh the other one was a little bit a little bit more standard and this one is a lot more tying things up together. And then in the second verse, we have Steve Kazee singing. Is that in the movie? I don't remember it. I don't remember a man's voice singing in the movie. But, but I actually like the duet. I like that there's a guy singing. And I also feel like if someone used this for their wedding, it's kind of cute. I don't know. Bride and groom, I don't know. Mm, if, yeah. you're, if you're a heterosexual couple. Uh... I don't know. I like it. Because also we've heard this song before, so you can't have the same exact song. Yeah, exactly. That would make no sense. I understand why so, they would do that. Yeah. You have to switch it up in I some mean, way. And it was on part one. Like, that was very recent. Yeah. So, <laughs> they had to change it. Yeah. I I don't mind that they brought this song back. I think it it's nice. It gives mm -hmm. you some famili familiarity, mm -hmm. um, especially when you were watching a montage of old memories. I feel like yeah. it's nice to have... Um, you know, something that you are already familiar with. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people love this song, so I think it, it just makes this moment all that much more emotional. Yeah. And okay. the lyrics go very well with this scene. Yeah, if it's, it's beautiful for the credits. It's really emotional. Mm -hmm. I think it's good. I would, 
maybe something else could have fit in just as well, but works perfectly for me. I gave it a yeah. B. Me too. I don't remember what I gave the other thousand years a B. I think I gave it around a B too, mm-hmm. maybe. So what makes you not give it an A? I think the same reasons why I'm not like in love with the other virgin is did I just say virgin? <laughs> <laughs> other virgin is it's just not it still feels a little bit shallow. In the shallow shell Yeah, I agree. Not much substance. The lyrics are a bit basic and vague. Mm-hmm. Some people like that. I happen to be someone that likes a little more specific lyrics. Mm-hmm. I know that can kind of alienate people sometimes, but I don't know. Even, how do you feel? Because sometimes when a song mentions something super specific, it really has nothing to do with me, but it still ties me into it. Yeah. Like Even if they're talking about a specific place in Wisconsin or something. I agree. I don't know why. It doesn't bother me. Well, because it feels more true to real life. Like, I yeah. feel like you are putting yourself into that story. Yeah, it's like a short what, story. That's what life is like. Whereas this is just kind of... Yeah, it's too generic. But mm-hmm. as I mentioned in our Brain Down Part 1 soundtrack, I will always love this song because it is so connected to Twilight and And it really reminds me of yeah the festival and all the people swaying back and Mm -hmm. forth I feel like the song has become like the anthem and so when I do hear the song sometimes I do feel very emotional yeah I do like it Mm -hmm. but it's It's honestly I don't love the rest of the soundtrack this song is probably one of my favorites (laughs) on the soundtrack (laughs) pop (laughs) etc Okay, the last song, sad, oh my gosh, is Plukuma Proper V, or More Than My Own Heart, by Carter Burwell. I thought it's More Than My Own Life. Oh yeah, it's My Own Life. (laughs) (laughs) I'm the one watching Scam Prince. (laughs) Yeah, More Than My Own Life. Which is how much I love you. Me too. 
I enjoy it. Um, I think the movie really does the score justice, especially with the opening credits, mm -hmm. um, which are so beautiful. I don't even think we really talked about that. Yeah. In our movie episode, but they really give. I think we did. Yeah, maybe. But yeah, it's beautiful. It fits really well. Mm -hmm. It kind of calls back to the earlier scores. Yeah. And I can I can really picture the scenes when I hear it too, like. The little piano parts, I can picture Edward playing with Renesmee, mm -hmm. too. And then it turns more strings, and a little dangerous, mm -hmm. we'll turn, whatever. There's this one part where there's, I said to you, like, oh, this part is like twinkling piano sound. Yeah. It reminds me of Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> <laughs> then there's like a wolves part, actually, where the classic wolves song starts, where it's like, dun, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. Dun. The weird thing about this song, though, is it ends really like ambivalently it ends mm. in a weird way do you remember how it ends Yeah, it's a weird note. It feels kind of like a wolf ending. Yeah. I just, the beginning of it is so happy and like, ah, Twilight. And then the way it ends almost sounds a little sad or scary or something. Yeah, I agree. Like there's a threat coming and then that's the end. I feel like it should be more <laughs> romantic. But that's yeah. the end of the soundtrack. It would be weird to listen to all the movie scores all the way through and then that's the final note. <laughs> I, t I know what you mean. I never thought about that. I only thought of it last night when I was mm. listening to it. I, just, I was a little surprised. Yeah. I don't know. I I didn't really... I didn't think to give this one a grade. I guess I'm comparing it to the other scores, mm -hmm. not really the other songs on the soundtrack, because yeah. it's kind of its own field. I would give it, I think, an A-. minus. I give it a B. Mm -hmm. I don't know why. I really like it. I think, yeah, just comparing it to the other ones, not quite as strong, maybe, but mm. I think I like it more than the Breaking Down Part 1. Yeah, I think I do, score. too. I think it like it, I like it more than the Eclipse one, Me too. Me, too, probably. I do like the Jacob's theme. I think that's the new one. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. No, isn't Jacob's theme Eclipse? Oh. Which one's new moon? I mean, they all have a score, too. Mm -hmm. This is just one score song on the soundtrack. But, yeah, I like it. I mean, it really reminds me of the movie. Did a good job. Uh, I think the New Moon score is called New Moon the oh, Meadow. Oh, yeah, the Meadow, yeah. Oh, Jacob's theme. Okay, I like Jacob's theme. Hmm. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> that's the soundtrack how would you Whoa. it seems to me like my order of Baby. the soundtracks go somewhat similar to my order of the movies where it's chronological it order time. but i would switch new moon and twilight mm. for the soundtrack so yeah. it would go new moon twilight eclipse breaking down part one breaking down part two i'm the same i'm mm. the same wow yeah this one i really didn't realize how much i didn't like it but like I said, for all of the movies, when they came out, I just listened to the soundtrack mm 
mm. nonstop. I don't think this one was too much of an exception, but I think I let it. I don't think it was in that heavy rotation. Yeah, I don't yeah. remember listening to it a ton. You know what's interesting though? Like when I listen to this soundtrack, I don't really think about Breaking Dawn Part 2. Yeah. Maybe it's because a lot of the scenes, we can't even remember them, but when I was listening to it, I was like thinking of my own stuff almost. Like it just yeah, wasn't. Yeah, me too. <laughs> me too. It wasn't bringing me into the movie. I wasn't thinking yeah. about the characters at all. Yeah. Where I do for, especially the New Moon one, I, I feel like I can feel Bella's pain. Mm-hmm. Um, I gave a lot of B's. Yeah. And I have several D's and I think Yeah. I'm gonna go back and listen to the old episodes, but I don't think I really heavily gave out any D's. I know I can't remember. On the old ones. I was way more <laughs> nice. I feel like I gave one D with the neighbor song. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. We <laughs> <laughs> That's I think that's actually pretty good song. Compared to these like, other ones. I look back, yeah. Like, if we had the Neighbors one, I would have liked better yeah. on this album. <laughs> Which one was it? I feel like I kept being like, I gave it an A. I gave it an A. Like, <laughs> do you remember? Maybe it was the Twilight one or New Moon or Eclipse. I just kept giving everything an yeah. A. Yeah. <laughs> Probably the New Moon one. Yeah. Uh, like, the New Moon one does no harm. It's so good. I'm only curious the song I don't like on that one. I was walking around the other day listening to the New Moon soundtrack and... It's just awesome. It's one of my favorite albums of all time. Mm -hmm. Like I it's literally so good. will just listen to that constantly. This soundtrack, I only listened to it because I was doing an episode on it. Mm -hmm. I, I really wouldn't mm -hmm. choose to listen to it. Yeah. And I agree. yeah, like when all these movies came out, I would have a heavy rotation for the soundtrack over and over and over again, mm -hmm. obsessively. And it was kind of a problem because I wouldn't really listen to Christmas music. <laughs> oh yeah. That year, like I, there was like four years in my life where I just didn't listen to, well, I guess Eclipse came out in June, but I wouldn't listen to any Christmas music because I was still really in the twilight phase. This year, I think I did listen to Christmas music. <laughs> <laughs> wow wow oh my god well we hinted at this for forever i remember way when we did the first soundtrack mm -hmm. we were like there's one you don't like yeah <laughs> <laughs> we finally did it it was this one <laughs> but do you guys like this one let us know yeah does anyone love it or really what do you guys think of the song speak up <laughs> let me know i feel like i was too harsh on it no it, you can Feel what you feel. Well, speak your truth, all that. <laughs> I have to end this because me and my friends are doing a virtual game night tonight. Cool. What game are you playing? I think we're going to play Cards Against Humanity. Oh, cool. Or we might try to play like Jackbox TV. <sighs> Some people from my work did that today, apparently. Oh, you weren't invited? No, it was only account managers. Oh, okay. Sad. Yeah. I don't know if I should put makeup on. I guess I do have eyeliner on, but I look <laughs> disgusting right now. <laughs> no. I mean, it's just your friends. Yeah. Just your buds. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening. Please let us know what you think. We want to hear from you. Mm -hmm. And um, we'll be back in two weeks. Yep. And if you are super bored or just can't stand to wait... That seems a little presumptuous. I don't know. If you like the show, uh, you can get more of it on our Patreon if you want to listen to some additional episodes. Yes, we have um, 
on the off weeks, we have mini episodes, mm-hmm. which are pretty fun. Um, we get really loose on those because yep. we know that like none of our coworkers or anyone are yeah, going to be listening. We're naming names convenient. on there. We're really <laughs> letting loose. So. Did we? Uh, no, maybe not. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> um, they're a lot more unfiltered. Well, I also want to say, I think we're pretty loose on our show anyway. I don't want you guys yeah, to think that we're me too. censoring ourselves. We're not. It's so weird, because, like, my... Hi, if you're listening. My, like, old college roommate from five years yeah. ago recently messaged me something about Twilight, and she's like, I thought of you. And then she oh, said yeah, something yeah. about my podcast. I'm like, wow, it's so funny how, like... Random people from my I life know. who I don't even speak to know I have this podcast. I know. <laughs> like, they actively think of that as... Yeah. People from high thing. school, like, even college, random guys have told me, like, like, oh, you have a podcast? Who is it? I'm like, what? You know about that? I mean, yeah, I put it out there on social media, but it's weird. I think my old... She's not really my boss anymore, but... Um, my old boss, I was mentioning to her that I was going back to Washington for the oh, festival. Yeah. And um, she's like, oh, why are you going back there? And I said, well, I don't know if you know, but I actually have a <laughs> podcast. And we were invited to do a show there. And she had no reaction to me saying that. She didn't ask any follow-up questions. so bizarre. Yeah, she didn't say, like, oh, about what or anything. <laughs> she was like, oh, cool. And then she just, like... I was like, well, let's get into the meeting or whatever we were there to discuss, which makes me think that she already knew. She's either super rude or already <laughs> knew. I think that would be so what if rude. She's listening right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. That. I, I don't know, lady. Like, I don't know you, but that would be really rude if I don't know to not even express any interest. Yeah, because I, I mean, not to be like conceited, but I was expecting her to be like. <laughs> Oh, wow. Yeah. And, like, finally I could, like, let my guard down and, like, tell her about this thing in my well, life. But she, she didn't have any Well, I'd interest. react that way to any information about my coworkers. Like, if someone said, oh, I do a dodgeball league, I'd be like, oh, really? Wow. Like, I would say yeah. something. She was, like, unpaid. She was like, oh, that's cool. Maybe she doesn't know what a podcast is. I don't know. <laughs> but she, uh, it, I, I think that she probably knew. Maybe. Because I have on my Facebook, too, if you look me up, I think I made things about the podcast not private because mm-hmm. I wanted people to see it yeah yeah yeah. I did that too <laughs> but so that and everyone kind of looks up their co-workers on Facebook yeah. so there's a good chance she could have looked me up and seen and like all these people maybe know I have this podcast <laughs> without me ever acknowledging it I wonder and she can't ever say like oh I know you have this she could have Hey, how are you? <laughs> Thanks for listening. <laughs> so much. So, Thank you so much. So <laughs> okay. Love you guys. Love you. Stay cool. Stay cool. Stay safe. Stay sexy. Stay, stay sexy. Uh, sane <laughs> and stay a fan of Twilight. If you, want. Mm-hmm. if you want. See you next Twilight Tuesday. Bye. Goodbye. Peace. Contact us at anotherbiteoftwilight at gmail.com or find us on Twitter, Tumblr, and Instagram at anotherbiteoftwilight. The music is by Traces. See you next time.